everybody. It's time for Devin's Table. I'm Devin O'Day. I'm Sylvia Gagner. And we're going to talk flour. You have to know that there are two kinds of wheat. There are okay. hard wheats and there is also soft wheat. Okay? Okay. Hard wheat is going to typically have a higher gluten content. Okay. So that's one way you get gluten. And then if you think about when you have that kernel of wheat, there are three parts to it. Yeah. So you have the outside, mm -hmm. you have the bran, and the oh. bran has its own set of nutrients. It's mm -hmm. fiber, all the good things that are found in that hard shell. Okay. okay? Hard wheat, harder shell. Okay, got okay? it. Okay? Easy, mm -hmm. easy to remember that. And then you have the endosperm which is the center part mm -hmm. of the cell. All right. And that has its set of nutrients that you can have. And then you have the actual tiny little bit of wheat germ that is in there. Right in the center. And that has more flavonoids, oils, that oh, sort of thing. That's why you have wheat germ oil. Okay, you yes. do that. Yes. So as you start to strip away and take away certain pieces and parts of that little tiny seed, the wheat seed, you're left with different types of flour because some of the wheat has a little higher gluten in it uh, than others. So, for example, King Arthur flour, it is usually more glutinous, okay. a higher protein content in that flour. Mm -hmm. And that means that uh, it's more dense. The higher okay. the protein, the denser what you're going to make with it. And we don't ever think about flour having protein because it's so high carb and people avoid flour, they avoid things like that, but there is protein there. Yeah, the proteins are what make it kind of come together mm -hmm. and form the bonds that make bread or mm -hmm. pasta or anything else, that uh, a pie crust. And oh. so now we have our self-rising flour. Self-rising flour? A little salt in it. And a little uh, a baking leavening agent, mm -hmm. okay? And that baking powder is what can cause this flour to go south faster than an all-purpose flour. So when you buy self-rising flour, you want to try to keep this in an airtight container in your oh. freezer. Freezer! Mm -hmm. That stops it from becoming rancid as fast. Six months is the typical shelf life for a bag of self-rising flour. Um, I don't have any um, here, but I will just take a quick aside and talk about Wondra flour. Oh, have yeah. you seen the cans yeah. of Wondra mm -hmm. flour? So that is a, a special type of flour that is very minute in how mm -hmm. it's ground, and it also um, has a certain process that mm -hmm. has been done to it, so it can hydrolyze very fast. So okay. it basically flashes into whatever liquid it, it's in oh. faster. So, so like if you were making gravies? So if you're roux? making gravy or roux, then it dissipates into the okay. liquid faster. So you can use Wondra flour if you don't have to stir as much, but it is not good for coating, say, fried chicken or anything okay. like that because it's just going to disintegrate into nothing. In Italy, they have double O, they have single O, they have double aught, aught, one, and two. Okay. Okay? So two is the coarsest grind. Mm-hmm. This is extra fine flour. 
Okay, ready for pizzas? Would you use it for pizza? Pizza. This uh -huh. is what you want for pizza. And it's why sometimes our other dough doesn't work as well. If you try to use these other flours and you go, why doesn't it taste like the kind I got in the restaurant? Why is it not crispy and has mm -hmm. that little lightness to it? Yeah. It's because they're using the double O flour. Would you use this for pasta? You can use this for pasta, not double O, mm -hmm. but Italian flour, absolutely. Yeah. But I would go for semolina flour. Okay, totally different than our regular flour. Yes, it is a hard red wheat. It is mm -hmm. still wheat. It is There's not semolina plant. Mm -hmm. You're going to make it from that particular hard red wheat. And it's going to be ground a particular way. And it does not have the same type of elastins in the protein as okay. these flours do. Right. Mm -hmm. So it makes it great for making pasta and terrible for making anything else. So use your semolina for that. Well, if you want to find some good recipes for pasta or for cakes or for pies or for anything that you use flour for, stick around at the end and we'll tell you. Hi, I'm Brenda Fielder. When it comes to sunrooms and screen porches, we have more than 60 years experience helping Middle Tennesseans add value to their homes. At Mid-South Exteriors, we install all types of siding, from hardy board to all the new vinyl designs. We also do custom trim, gutters and downspouts, we even do roofing, and of course, energy efficient replacement windows. Our website is our showroom, so we come to you and sell direct to you for less. I've gotten to attend a couple of events at the Speakeasy at the Virgin Hotel Nashville, a small intimate spot in the alleyway off Music Row behind the hotel. Go downstairs. The food is delicious from the mini crab cakes to the fried wonton to the tuna guacamole to the, uh, the wonderful garlic fries with dips and the spring rolls. Everything was delicious. Now they have got a full menu of cocktails and mocktails, albeit they're very expensive. It's still a wonderful place for friends to gather for a special event. I find the brothers at the booth behind billows of smoke and laughter. They'd always leave without the thing that all come chasing after. Cup after cup, it kept pouring out, but I never once heard it all find an end. They'd drink that coffee down, and then they'd shuffle, and they just play the game again. And a root of pride would trump the fight, because it just felt too hard to try to sort it all. Never changed or fixed anything when they try so hard to just ignore it all. Just say I own this and I'm sorry and I won't ever walk this way again. Say let's start over and let me show you I really can be trusted like a friend. Hey, y'all, it's Sylvia again. You're coming to you 
from our produce warehouse, which is now our farm market going old school for the month of October. When you come into Green Door, make sure you come in through the front entrance and see us here in the big green building. It's really hard to miss. We're going to see you for our farm market. All kinds of delicious things, all your favorite fresh bread, Jenny's ice cream, our produce. Yay! See you here. Hi, Chef Chris. Good day, Devin. How are you doing today? I'm doing amazing, and we're going to take a look at some napkins. You, you, I love when we can save people money, but they can still have something really cool looking. Yes, you know, a lot of grandparents are passing away, and everybody's inheriting all these beautiful linens, and they uh -huh. don't know what to do with them. So if you would get some beautiful linens, decorate your table, even if you're using paper plates. It's amazing. It just adds a little pop of color to your plate setting. Well, let's take a look at what you got. I love the cream colors because you can put so many other colors on your table to go with this. And um, we have some bling that we saved actually off of some wine bottles. Or even the dollar stores or party shops have these little cardboard, silver, gold, whatever colors you want to. So you can spend a lot of money or a little money and create a beautiful place setting. I love this. Okay, there's a story behind these blingy ones. So let's take a look at this one. So the blingy ones actually come off of a wine bottle that um, is these beautiful wines from this couple down in Alabama that have created wines from both France and from Napa Valley. And she's very blingy, and I just adore them and love them. Her wine is Cote de Femme, and um, I saved all of the blings from her bottles. So it's almost, it's recycling at the same time. I love this. So Dollar Tree or recycle off something that was a great bottle. And let's take the name of that bottle of wine again, the company. It's Cote de Femme. And they're made, in, it's from Alabama. And where they, where can you find it in the Nashville area? So you can find it at Fresh Market in um, the South. Look at these gorgeous napkins. and our cannolis for our beautiful lunch class today. Ooh la la, cooking up deliciousness at Black Diamond Culinary. So good. Hi everyone, I'm Kristen Bernard. And I'm Andy Bernard. And we are Cote de Femme Wines. Cote de Femme is a certified woman-owned wine brand with three years proven traction in the marketplace. We have a rosé from Cote de Provence, France. And a Cabernet Sauvignon from Alexander Valley, California. Andy and I have been married for over 25 years, and we have put our love story into our brand, and we feel like it's reflected in our packaging. And so we love dating, and we like to say that we start with our rosé, the fun, flirty, outdoor, toes-in-the-sand kind of date. And then you ladies, you go put on that black velvet dress, and um, you come out, and I'm like, mm, that's my girl. And so every bottle of Cote de Femme Cabernet is adorned in her black velvet dress. We like to say, rosé all day, then call me a cab. You may have noticed also that our bottles are quite extra. One of our sayings is, live extra. So, every bottle of Cote de Femme comes with some bling that you actually take off the bottle and use to decorate your stemware. This is our gift to the customer, and we also have a patent on this bling. 
So we also have a rainbow bracelet that we use for pride events because everyone should live extra. So come live extra with us. Join our brand. We're on our way to becoming iconic and we want your help. So cheers. Cheers. Hey there, everybody. John Schneider here. I wanted to let you know that there are still a few seats left for dinner Saturday night, November 11th in Gallatin, Tennessee. Just a few. Now, I'm going to be at the Gallatin Comic Con Saturday and Sunday, November 11th and 12th, with my great friends Catherine Bach and Tom Wopat at the Gallatin Civic Center in Gallatin, Tennessee for Comic Con. I'm going to be with Tom and Kathy at the Comic Con, but I want to have a private VIP dinner with a few of my newest friends, and that means you. For the very first time, I'm hosting a private dinner with fans. We're going to eat, drink, laugh, share stories, take pictures, maybe cry a little bit. And we're going to have an evening that you can tell your friends about. That's Saturday, November 11th at 8 p.m. If you want to join me for this fun event, send an email to celebritymeetandeats at gmail.com. That's celebritymeetandeats at gmail.com. I'm looking forward to seeing you in Gallatin, Tennessee for dinner and for the Comic-Con. Yeehaw! Bye. Charles Sturfling with City of Gallatin Building Cuz. We're out here at one of our local festivals out here um, where we got a bunch of food trucks gathered around and we're going to take them to inspections on them to make sure that they're all safe to protect you. Let's go take a look and see what we got. We look for the cleanliness of the hood, make sure it's been cleaned and maintained properly. Um, this is tied to the hood suppression system, right located through here. We check to make sure it's been inspected as required on an annual basis. Food trucks have similar inspection requirements to their brick and mortar counterparts to include a health inspection performed by the state and a fire and safety inspection which can be performed locally or through the state fire marshal office. This vendor came in from Lebanon to participate in the barn raising festival and needed his inspection performed the day of the event. That being said, also one of the recommendations, I'm not seeing one that I recommend everybody to get and it's our goal isn't a gotcha moment but to get the trucks out on the road serving the community as safely as possible. Feeding the staff is not a requirement and has no bearing on the outcome of the inspection. We publish a contact list on the city website of currently registered vendors. And if you have any questions concerning starting a food truck, please give us a call at the Building Codes Department anytime. show up in Nashville. Is this your first time to come to Nashville? Yes, yes, it's my first time here. Are you kidding me? So you show up and now what did the airlines do with all of your equipment, uh, musical equipment? So I flew here, I flew here from Europe actually. I've just been on tour in Europe for the last um, couple of months. And I flew here with United Airlines, you know, like you splash out, you, I wanted to, I wanted to make sure my guitars were going to get here. And, um, and yeah, we uh, stopped in Washington. I picked up the guitars. I had to clear customs and drop them back off. And and that's just the last time I saw them. They, they they haven't come. The airline, for some reason, can't seem to find them. But you know, we um, in Australia, we sort of just we just get on with it and just do our best anyway. So I came today, and from old Hickory, Timothy lent me his guitar, and um, and we got the job done. So it it all worked out in the end. 
It was all good. Oh, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. <laughs> but well, hopefully the guitars come. Hopefully they, the guitars come. They will. That's, we're going to pray that in. To, now, now, you know, I came to Nashville and I knew one person years ago. Do you know, like, you have, like, one friend or you're just getting to know people? How, how is this going to work? Yeah, so I've got one friend here. I met her in Australia. She was actually my piano teacher a few years back. And um, she's lovely, lovely lady, Allegra Kramer. And um, but apart from that, I don't know anyone really. Like, well, I've got friends after today, obviously, and um, just going through the motions, hey. Just see what happens. You know, I feel like in life, that's the best thing to do. Just like, don't try and plan too much. Just get into it. You know, be the best person you can be, and just do the best you can. And that that's just the way to get things done for me. Well, I saw a lot of people after they saw you play saying, "Hey, let's write. Hey, let's write," which is the Nashville yeah. way, right? Yeah, it's so it's actually so cool. Like, and that's like that's where people like I have friends that have come to Nashville um, in the past, and they they told me, "Man, like this songwriting community is just insane. Like, you're just like meeting people every day, and they're just like, yeah, let's write songs, let's write songs.'" But in Australia, sort of <laughs> everyone just like keeps it to themselves and like you know writes on their own. Like, I, I have done a lot of co-writing with people, but it's it's just more so, like, on your own sort of stuff. And to be, like, immersed in, like, being part of the community here, like, it's insane and feels so grateful, hey? So. What's on the horizon for you musically? On the horizon for me musically, so I've been, like, talking with some, like, uh, management. I'm, I'm fully independent at the moment, um, but I've been talking with some management, like, in Australia and... They've been like strongly encouraging me just to step back from releasing music just for a little bit to build like a catalogue and just a bank of music that I can just, you know, be really proud of and um, just sort of get the best out of what I can actually do, you know, because I've been, so I've been releasing music for like three years now and I've seen some moderate success in Australia and like in other countries around the world as well, but sort of to get to the next level I just feel like I, as an artist I just really want to hone in on my songwriting and just do the best I can do and just sort of go from there hey so where can people find you on social media so social media I've got Instagram like the rest of the world I've got Spotify like the rest of the musicians um, so they're probably my best places Instagram is Gordian so G-A-U-D-I-O-N underscore music and my Spotify is just Gordian, so G-A-U-D-I-O-N. Well, we wish you the best, and we welcome you to Nashville. Thank you very much. It'll be fine by dusk, God, I'm telling you, baby. Peace indeed, it's your bones and drive your young mind. When you place your head between my collar and yours I don't know much but there's no weight at all And I'm damned if I do and I'm damned if I don't Cause if I say I miss you I know that you But I miss you in the mornings when I see the sun Something in the orange tells me when I'm done 
At Chapels, we pride ourselves on offering a wide variety of the freshest fruits and vegetables, handpicked just for you. We have a wide selection of the freshest, highest quality meats that will leave your taste buds craving more. Our friendly staff is always ready to lend a helping hand. We believe in treating every customer like family because at Chapels, your family is our family. We've been locally owned and operated for over 60 years. You can visit any of our Chapels locations in Dixon, White Bluff, McEwen, and Centerville. November Flavors at Five Daughters Bakery is officially here, and first up we have the 100-layer Molasses Pecan Pie, then the 100-layer Chocolate Pumpkin Cheesecake, the 100-layer Salted Caramel Apple, the 100-layer S'mores, and the 100-layer Cinnamon Sugar Toast, and the 100-layer Huckleberry Glaze. Then we have the Yeast Raised Cinnamon Sugar Toast and the Yeast Raised Huckleberry Glaze a mini 100-layer cinnamon sugar toast, and a mini 100-layer huckleberry glaze. Then we have our paleo s'mores, our paleo chocolate pumpkin, and our paleo cinnamon sugar. Enjoy. Not working for peanuts, but working with peanuts. Crop specialist at the UT AgriSearch Center in Jackson grew this experimental crop of several varieties. When you yank the plants out of the ground, the nut is the fruit below the surface. Your biggest uh, acreage of peanuts are runners. And so that's what we've got mostly in this field. And the runners go to peanut butter and, and peanut oils for cooking oils. Uh, but we also have in this field Valencia's, uh, we've got Virginia's. Uh, and those peanuts are more of your roasting peanuts and your ballpark peanuts, those, those bigger gourmet peanuts in the, in the shell. Every state that borders Tennessee, east, west, and especially south, is a big peanut producer. And Georgia grows more peanuts than all other states combined. Experts believe peanuts could work well in Tennessee because we have similar growing conditions to those other southern states. Haywood County farmer Dale Springfield has 70 acres of peanuts, giving this crop a try for the first time. I was at a meeting in Starkville and talking to other producers down there that, that uh, was having good luck with it and started looking into it. The more I looked, the more I got interested in it and thought it would be worth trying. One factor to be considered in peanut production, the land where you plant. Much of Tennessee is in no-till agriculture, where crops are grown on the residue of past fields. That won't work for peanuts. Soil must be tilled for this crop, and flatter land is preferable because of the potential for soil erosion. These soils are highly erodible, and, and, and a crop like peanuts is going to be difficult to manage uh, if, we, if we try to run it across a rolling landscape. This needs to be properly placed uh, on a low-lying area. That said, Tyson Raper believes Tennessee has plenty of acreage where peanuts would work. Meantime, nothing nutty about this experiment, pending peanuts, a mid to late October harvest date coming to this field with growing research that this could be a big part of our state's future agriculture. This is Charles Denny reporting. At Fred's Flooring, we're your source for quality flooring options. Our extensive experience and knowledge in the industry means we have the expertise to get the job done right. From carpet to tile, hardwood to laminate and luxury vinyl, we have everything you need to find the perfect floor for your home. As the Main Street Award favorite four store winner for 2023, we know what it takes to satisfy our customers. And with our convenient financing options, you can get your dream floors now and pay over time. 
Visit fredsfloors.com or call us today. and the Wilson County community is just awesome. And we have the sign here at the Two Rivers Ford Park at the Mount Juliet League. And so we thought, it was an electronic sign, we thought, you know what, let's pick somebody every single month, have them nominated, and just let the whole town see that, you know, just shine the light on this one specific person that helps in our community because there, there's so many of them and we're going to be doing it for a long time. So we'll get the opportunity to really celebrate each and every person that makes a difference here. Well, when I found out, I almost screamed on the phone. <laughs> um, it just means that um, what I'm doing for the community is actually being seen and appreciated. So because um, I work for U.S. Community Credit Union and Community is in our name. So we truly believe that the community is such a, a forefront because um, if the community is suffering, then everyone's suffering. So we always like to make sure that the community, or we are involved in the community as much as possible. What are some of the things that you get involved in? Um, so we sponsor the Employee of the Month for the City of Mount Juliet. I'm the president-elect of the Kiwanis Club of Mount Juliet that helps the children in Wilson County. So that is an amazing thing as well. I'm also the chair for the Women in Business um, group with the Mount Juliet Chamber. And there's a few other things that I do around the community as well. You are just a light. When did you start volunteering and being such a part of things? Is it something that you've been doing since you were a kid? So I've been with the credit union almost 10 years, but I've only been in this position about three. I started in the marketing department in 2020 now, um, and then I started in business development about a year ago. So a year ago is about when I, I really dove in and got um, involved in the community. Was this something that started with family first? Did it, was it where you brought up to be a giver? Um, definitely, yes. I, that is one of my servant roles there is to give. I'm a people pleaser at heart. I love people. Um, anytime that I can help, I love doing that as well. Um, I grew up in Mount Juliet. I moved here when I was in fifth grade. I went to W.A. Wright. I went to uh, Wilson Wilson Middle School when it was middle school, not a junior, or it was junior high, then it was became middle school. I went to Mount Juliet High School, uh, class of 06, and um, I love Mount Juliet, and I, I believe in what they they talk about, safety and community first. What would you suggest to anyone else out there if, if they were on the, on, the, on the fence a little bit about getting involved in doing something just to volunteer? What just, would you suggest to them? Just do it. Even if you don't know anybody about where you're going to volunteer, Mount Juliet is such a friendly city. Wherever you go, you're definitely going to find a friendly face, and um, your work is going to matter to just even somebody just smiling at them on the side of the road. Okay. Hi, I'm Brenda Fielder. At Mid-South Exteriors, our custom sunrooms bring the sunshine in without all the heat and the bugs. And they keep you warm all winter while you enjoy the outdoors all year round. They add real value because we build them like your house to match your house. Or let us save you energy by replacing your windows and old siding. And because we have no retail overhead, we come to you and sell direct to you for less. Call us at 833-8003 or visit us at MidSouthExteriors.com. If you want a great recipe for any of this we're talking about, go to GreenDoorGourmet.com. And we'll be glad to fix you right up. And all sorts of good things to put in along with that stuff that you bake. You can find all the produce. You can find farm fresh meats. And one thing that you've got, can we talk about, you've got glass bottle milk. Why does milk taste so much better out of a glass bottle? 
Well, I think there is something to uh, not having contact with metal or plastic lined. Mm -hmm. I think there is something to that. But also the glass bottle milk we have is low temp pasteurized. And so it's keeping more of those good nutrients in there mm -hmm. and they don't homogenize it. Homogenizing is when they mix it all up and the cream doesn't separate. This is cream rising milk. It's so good. It is so good. And if you have not had the glass bottle milk from Green Door Gourmet, I will tell you, it will make you slap somebody. It's so good. Except uh, not me. <laughs> not you. <laughs> uh, okay, don't slap somebody, but do serve them some good cold, a cold, good cold glass of glass bottle milk from Green Door Gourmet. Hey, y'all, thanks for watching and thanks for being with us. We are so glad you join us each and every week and you follow, you subscribe, and you share. And if you are looking for a blessing, you need to first be, be one. one. Can you see love